0: Confessions. 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 Confessions.
1: Confessions. Confessions. Confessions.
0: Confessions of a fangirl. Welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Fangirl. Joining me today is my friend Beth. Welcome to the podcast, Beth.
1: Hey, thanks for having me, Kenny. I appreciate it.
0: No problem. Uh, I hear you have a confession for me.
1: Oh, dear me. Uh, Yeah. So uh, (laughs) I don't know how this has necessarily happened, but I have not seen
0: the movie Clue. That's that's like a dagger to the heart. (laughs) I don't know how that's possible. All right. Well, for for the listeners out there who don't know what Clue is, here's a brief description. Clue is a, a 1985 American black comedy mystery film. It's based on the board game Clue obviously. The film was directed by Jonathan Lynn who collaborated on the script with John Landis and it stars this amazing ensemble cast, uh, Elaine Brennan, Tim Curry, Madeline Kahn, Christopher Lloyd, Michael McKeon, Martin Mall and Leslie Ann Warren. So, yeah, how have you not watched this movie? This is in 85. So I mean, this year this movie is what? 35 years old? So, I want to know I know you're a nerd and I know Everybody loves this movie, and it's such a classic, and it has such amazing people in it. Tell me, why have you not seen this?
1: Well, it's funny, because I'm actually pretty up to speed on most of the 80s cult movies. It's like yes. I've seen all of them. Uh-huh. And I absolutely love that kind of comedy, but mm-hmm. it's just, it's something my parents never got into, so clearly, you know, it just never entered my mm-hmm. range. And when I got older, and I knew friends were talking about it, knew it was a thing, I'm like, yes, but what if I don't laugh? What if it doesn't make mm. me joyful? Because you know, clearly it's also '80s. Some of the stuff yes. doesn't age well. Yep. And I was more afraid to watch it and not like it. Yeah. You know,
0: because that makes total sense. Yes. And then you don't watch it, and it just becomes a thing. You know that yeah. you just don't watch because you don't want to be disappointed. Because you hear, and I'm sitting here hyping it up. So <laughs> just because it is to me, I remember watching this in the theater, uh, and what was great—that's almost a spoiler. No, I'm not going <laughs> to tell you. No. I totally understand where you're coming from
1: because yeah, there's some films that they become cult classics, and you just you love them in the moment you saw them, and you always yeah. hold on to that memory. But you yes. share it with someone else, and they're like, "What? Well, this is stupid." Yep. And I just never wanted to do that to my friends and be like, "Oh no, that yep. was stupid." Yep. So I felt like I missed out an opportunity as a kid.
0: I am right there with you. I'm I, doing this podcast. I'm a little worried because I mean, there's some I'm doing like *Crawl* and *The Last Starfighter*, and those are they're they're cringe No, I would say I love them as a kid. But, yeah, yeah. Watching them today, I think the nostalgia of them makes me still enjoy them. But yes, I am yeah. always worried what my friends are going to think. I'm like, I have to like preface it. Well, it, just because in the early '80s, oh, the you know the CG was really really bad, you know. And I feel <gasps> like I have to do that most of the times. They enjoy it and they understand where it was coming from. But you never it's know,
1: it's not the same impact though.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. Well, yeah. I'm going to send you off. Fingers crossed that you come back and you like this movie. But but you know what? Honestly if you don't then that's just the way it is it's not I think I think you'll find something that you can enjoy out of it even if it is not 100% but at least you're gonna you know mark it off your list as yeah much. at
1: least I can finally say I've seen it so <laughs> that, that's
0: at least something yeah, there we go positive we'll look on the positive side alright go, go go watch it and when you come back we'll discuss it sounds great
1: Colonel Mustard <laughs> when we saw the motors at the front door you took the key to the weapons covered out of my pocket then you suggested that we all split up you separated from Miss Scarlet Crossed the hall, opened the cupboard, took the wrench, ran to the conservatory, entered the lounge through the secret passage, killed the motorist with a blow on the head. Like that! This is incredible!
0: Not so incredible as what happened next. But we all split up again, I went upstairs with you. Yes, you, Mrs. White. And while I was in the master
1: bedroom, you hurried downstairs and turned off the electricity got the rope from the open cupboard, and throttled Yvette. You were jealous that your husband was stopping
0: Yvette. That's why you killed him, too. All right, you're back. So you saw Clue. I did. I watched Clue. All right. What is your overall thoughts on it? I can't tell you. It's going to give away the movie. (laughs) That's okay. Spoilers. If you haven't watched it now, you're out of luck. Spoil away.
1: (laughs) No, my initial impression was uh, it was very 80s. The whole okay. thing felt of the 80s, just the pacing of the movie making and how it was just structured. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was trying to be more clever than it ultimately was. Okay. I can see that. Because it just, it was like, we have all these tangents that you're supposed to be following, but they actually don't lead anywhere. <laughs> and meanwhile, I was just kind of bored because I'm like, okay, I, I don't know what is this and why. Like, I, I keep going back to the beginning. Like when he, when the butler first a- arrives, he mm-hmm. throws the uh, the meat to the dogs and then he changes the dog's chain. Yeah. But I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I know later on the dog stopped the uh, body from going out the conservatory, but that, that was it. I'm like, why Why didn't they bring the dogs back more? And I was so annoyed they took the time. And even having him step in the poop and smelling the shoe, I'm like, they yeah. killed that gag off pretty early too. Yeah. And I'm like, this just feels a little sloppy to me, filmmaking-wise.
0: Okay. No payoffs Because normally if, if something's introduced, even if it's small, you're like, oh, it's going to come back. I just know there's a reason they're showing us this, you know. But I mean, the hard thing, too, with the movie was they were
1: trying to be ridiculously clever, mm. right? Because, I mean, they talked about how they kept bringing in the... uh whole uh, CIA and the, the communism and they're like that's a red herring I mean that was a repetitive thing like yeah so they were very aware that they were doing it yes
0: yes it was purposeful
1: but I was just disappointed they didn't think of it for all the little things that they brought in as red herrings
0: gotcha gotcha all right well I mean did you dislike it or you just thought it was okay not.
1: I would definitely say I thought it was okay. Okay. I, I am not even sure if I'd saw it back in the 80s that I would have still been like, oh my goodness, I love this movie. I don't know okay. if it would have had the same impact, mm-hmm. but it, I don't know. Do you remember the movie Oscar from the 80s? Had Sly uh, alone becoming, uh, he was a gangster who was going straight.
0: No, I don't. I don't think I saw that.
1: That movie I was obsessed with as a kid. I haven't gone yeah. back to it because I'm sure, but I kept going back to that one. I'm like, that was probably pretty stupid. And if I watched <laughs> it, now, I would be like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so I feel like with Clue, maybe if I'd even seen it back then, maybe I would have been more endeared to it, but I'm not actually even sure. I'm like, I feel like yeah. as a kid, I would have been bored. Okay. So I thought, it, I thought it was okay. And I see where a lot of the hype is, but.
0: uh uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because in the theater, it actually had three endings. Yeah. So it, depending on what theater you went to, you saw a different ending, which I thought was, that was amazing.
1: That's the one mm. thing I knew about it going in. Because yeah. I knew it had multiple endings because that was brilliant. Yeah. That was amazing. Can you imagine, like, oh, my goodness, can you believe the so-and-so did it? And they're like, no. No. Nope.
0: So-and-so yeah. did it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that back in the day, seeing it in the theater. And, like, people were like, did you see the A, the B, or the C ending? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. You know, this is, <laughs> this is who did it. And they're like, no, that's not the right one. And and remember trying to find other theaters playing other versions of it, you know? Yeah. That that part, I don't remember them being so, like, this theater. It was like all the theaters, like, a group of them were playing once. So you had to really go, you know further out to get to another theater to play the other one. But yeah, I still, and I love the fact on the DVD, I think the DVD or the the, the way you streamed it, all three are played back to back to back. Yes. So they actually show you all three.
1: Yeah, I um, watched all three.
0: Yeah, which is cool. I think I that to me, that was very clever. I'm not, a, I, lo, I liked Clue when it came out. It was enjoyable. You know, it's not something I will put on in the background you know, I won't watch it over and over again. So I, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. But again, it had some great actors and actresses back in the day. You know, did you have a favorite cast member?
1: Well, it took me forever to recognize that that was a uh, Bernadette Peters. Uh-huh. I kept staring at her like, is that is that really her? But then I heard her her voice every once in a while. And I'm like, okay, that that's definitely her. And I mean, Martin was fun, but he didn't uh-huh. seem to do much. Neither did Christopher Lloyd. He didn't seem to get to do much. Yeah. And Kevin, why am I forgetting his last name? Oh, no, Michael. Sorry, Michael McKeon. Yes, Michael McKeon. Is wonderful. I just, I love him. He's so wonderful. Yeah.
0: yeah. I'm trying to look at Bernadette Peters is not in this. Oh, not Bernadette. Sorry. Why am I forgetting her name? Madeline Kahn.
1: Thank you. Wow. Yes.
0: Similar. No, that's why when you said it, when you said you had it, I was to like. to look it up? I don't think that's right, but let me double check. <laughs> Maybe she had a bit role that I just don't remember. Yeah, no, totally. Con,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Madeline Kahn, because uh, of course I kept thinking of her from Blazing Saddles. Yes. And so I kept trying to hear her voice, and every once in a while it came out. But I was like, yeah. kind of shocked. I'm like, wow, all right. That's good. That's good. Um, but no, really, the one who stole the movie, of course, was Tim Curry.
0: Yes, and I know you're a big fan. Oh yeah, of Tim of Tim Curry. So he was he was he was incredible in that. He's so good. Yeah, he says that that's actually his favorite role. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. I mean, I could see that being, you know, one of his favorites. <laughs> that would be uh, so like much him. fun. I like him from Legend when he played Darkness. Oh, yeah? But again, that was all prosthetics and makeup. You didn't even really, other than his voice, you really didn't get Tim Curry from it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you ever saw him in that, but. Uh-uh, didn't see Legend. That's next on your list. Make you watch that fantasy <laughs> on, movie. Let me, let me write this one down. <laughs> yeah, write it down. Legend. It has yep. Tom Cruise in it. So it's it's Tom Cruise, early Tom Cruise, before the teeth got fixed. And it's, it's awesome. <laughs> Risky Mia business Thera, level Tom Cruise? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think he did this just after Risky Business. Oh, wow. Um, All right. Legend, huh? Legend. And Tim Curry. Tim Curry plays Darkness, and he's amazing. Anyways, let's get back to Clue. <laughs> um, so, okay. So Tim Curry, obviously, favorite character. Were there any, like, really clever, cool moments that you liked that kind of stood out like, wow, that was cool. Or it's like the endings. Obviously, that was cool that they did different endings. You know
1: what's funny is most of the movie, I was just kind of sitting there going, all right, we'll see how this goes. All right. The little clues here, little clues there. And then they did a lot of exposition just sitting around. Mm. So I was kind of bored. But it was at literally the end end with all the endings that I just was so engaged and really had a great time. Oh, Watching good. him run around and explain how it all happened. <laughs> yeah. was just <laughs> That was just so ridiculous. Yeah. And the fact that it was just this whole like. And you were over here and doing this thing. And who has the yeah. gun? And it's it yeah. killed me. It just killed I me. I mean,
0: I still think it's a pretty incredible movie that it was based on a board game. Yes. You know, when you think about it that way, that they did. I mean, yes, it wasn't the most stellar, cleverest written thing, but it's based on the, you know, on a family board game.
1: Well, you know, and, and all the, uh, the sh- and all the shortcuts apparently from the board yes. game are exactly correct in the movie.
0: Yeah. No, they definitely – yeah, they did really – I think they did well. That's what I – one thing I did like is the characterizations of Mrs. White and, you know, um, um, Colonel Mustard and Miss Scarlet and all those. I think they did a really good job. You know, I mean, the butler's not even part of yeah. the game. But that's what made it great for Tim is that he can do whatever he want because, you know, he had free will to do whatever he want with a character that wasn't real or yeah. at least not based on anything. But, yeah, I mean – all right. Did you have a favorite ending? A favorite uh, done it?
1: The third one, which I think was C, that was absolutely my favorite.
0: That was one with Mr. Green.
1: Yes, Mr. Green everyone is the has eight.
0: killed at least one person. Yeah.
1: yeah. Everyone has killed somebody. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, you find out about Mr. Green, especially that last bit. He's like, uh, uh, I'm going to go home now to my wife. And you're like, wow. Okay. Even that was red herring. I got gotcha. you. All right. That, to me, that's when they were at their cleverest. That whole ending yeah. to me was the most clever thing that they had in there. Yeah. It was unexpected and it was smart and it was just really fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But all the, the other two, though, endings were just kind of, you know, straightforward. Like mm-hmm. here, so so they've got a grudge, they killed everyone. I'm like, eh, that's not as much fun.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm glad you watched it because at least you can say you watched it, you know? I, can I mean, be part
1: of that conversation. Now people stop looking yeah. at me funny.
0: <laughs> that's right. We can say, I have not seen Clue. Now you can say, I've seen it. It was okay. not my favorite, but you know. It did make me want to go back and watch Murder by Death, though. There you go. See? There we go. Inspir- it inspired you to, to go further into uh, the whole mystery clue type stuff. So
1: mad props to all of them though. That that you're right. Trying to adapt a board game is ridiculously hard, but they they pulled yeah. it off.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was it was yeah. I, I for me, even if I watch it now, it was entertaining. Yeah, you know, it's still enjoyable. And like you said, the endings are always fun. All right. Well, I sort of appreciate you watching clue for me and for your confession i really appreciate it and it sounds like we got many more coming from you so <laughs> oh, i'm sure we'll be hearing from you again
1: <laughs> guess you gotta watch legend now
0: yes yes that's definitely on your list well thank you again for doing this and uh, i'm sure we'll be talking to you soon
1: all right thanks so much Kenny. confessions of a Girl. check out the latest podcast to hit this quadrant the geek roundtable Join hosts as they sit down with fellow geeks to talk, well, geek. Star Wars, Star Trek, cosplay, fantasy, anime, Firefly, even My Little Pony. If it's geeky, we'll discuss it. King Arthur had his roundtable for his knights, And now it's time for us geeks to have ours. Come join in the fun and geek out with the Geek Roundtable. Find us on iTunes by searching the Geek Roundtable. Or visit our website, thegeekroundtable.com.
0: Alienation, the newcomer's podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Confessions of a Fanboy is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non commercial, no derivative, or 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved.